This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to The Real Reel, where I take you behind the Instagram reel and into the real lives of entrepreneurs, content creators, and anyone who inspires me and may inspire you too. I'm your host, Natalie Barbu, and let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. In today's episode, I am doing a solo episode, and based on the title, it is going to be my one-year being single recap. I really want to do this. I was going to say every year, but I hope I don't need to do it every year. I hope by at least in the next two years, I don't need to say that I've been continuously single, ideally, but (laughs) so this will probably be the only recap because I don't want to talk about my previous relationship for like two, three years in a row. So enjoy the recap. But no, this is not going to be about my previous relationship. This is going to be about my one year being single. I posted my breakup podcast last year around this time on August 22nd was the day that my boyfriend and I had broken up. And if you have not listened to that episode yet, then I highly encourage it because it does give you a backstory. And I cannot listen to it. I don't really like to listen to my old episodes, but that one specifically will make me sob. So I can't listen to it. So I don't fully remember everything that I said, but I do want to give you a brief backstory and then we could get into just how the year has been and just jump right into it. So right now I'm recording this and I'm actually in New York City. I've been here since August 22nd, which yes, that was the exact one year anniversary of the breakup. And it was really hard. I'm not going to lie. I kind of feel like I might start crying in this episode because I haven't had a good cry about it in a really long time. And I've just been thinking about it a lot, I think, because one, it's been a year, like I've said, maybe 20 times in the past minute. But also, I'm in New York and my ex-boyfriend does live here. And when I lived here, I was in a relationship with him. So every corner of New York City reminds me of him. And so it's really hard to to be here. I'm not going to lie. It's very hard. I feel like I've talked about him nonstop the whole time that I've been here. Like when I'm in Miami and stuff, I don't talk about him that much. I'm not thinking about him every single day. Like it's not like that. But just being in New York, it's like the floodgates opened and I'm just thinking and talking about him a lot, which is a lot of fun. But New York was always like my favorite city in the world. And it still is like such a special place for me. Like I've always loved New York. I've always dreamed of living here. I got to live here, which I'm so grateful for. And I had such an amazing time living here. Like I would never have traded that experience for the world. And it was so amazing. And so I never wanted New York to lose its magic for me. And I don't think it has. But Every single memory here is just like reminds me of that previous relationship. And it can just be hard, even if it's really good memories. 
And I'm sure if some of you have been in relationships and gone through breakups, you probably have a place that feels like that for you. And I mean, that place at one point used to be Miami and it used to be my apartment because when I moved to Miami, I was dating him. And so everything reminded me of him and I made new memories. And now it doesn't remind me of him and it reminds me of my friendships and my new life. And I think that time really does heal, but it's still pretty fresh for me, for New York, because it's not a place that I go to all the time, where my most recent memories have been with him. And then obviously the fact that he lives here. So yeah, if you guys have been through a breakup, especially, I mean, for me, it was a very amicable breakup. I really hope you guys have contacts and have listened to the breakup podcast. But essentially, I dated someone for four years and he was my best friend. It was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful relationship. I have nothing bad to say about him whatsoever. And he doesn't have anything bad to say about me. We both care about each other a lot. And it was just very amicable of a breakup. And it was just a breakup that happened due to just some differences that we wanted for the future. And it was just one of those things where it just wouldn't work in the future. It was something that neither of us could change or should change. And so it wasn't anything like no one did anything bad. And it wasn't because we were fighting or anything like that. It was a very realistic, amicable breakup, which I think sometimes those are the hardest ones. And so that's why whenever I hear other people talk about their exes, and it's like, very angry or you know like even if you had good memories but like you ended up breaking up because of a bunch of issues or they were just like not a great person or you deserve better all this stuff I'm like that I just like can't relate to that I've been listening to a lot of songs lately I'm a big lyrics girl always have been Taylor Swift healed me let me tell you that her songs just like healed my soul (laughs) but I've been listening to a lot of like folky music as well so it's like Taylor Swift and folk and my top three right now are Taylor Swift of course Noah Khan and Zach Bryan and Zach Bryan just released a new album so good you guys there are no skips on that album not even the poem like the poem is so so good but those are my top three artists. So the new Zach Bryan album, I need to like dissect the lyrics and I'll probably cry to it at some point, but I've listened to it already like 10 times and it just came out two days ago. But there's this one song and it's so good. You guys need to listen to it and add it to your breakup playlist because I know you all have one or maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just the only person that has a breakup playlist. But anyways, it's called Jersey Giant. And one of the lyrics is, oh, I need to find the lyric. Hold on. I Okay, I can play it on Spotify. Here, this part. All of town we were over Cause it didn't feel the same Every back road held a memory And every memory held your name So that part where it says every back road held a memory and every memory held your name. I'm like, oof, that hits. (laughs) So anyways, if you guys haven't listened to that song, definitely do. It's called Jersey Giant by Evan Honer and Julia DeGrazia. It's so, so, so good. It kind of like went popular or was popular on TikTok. That's where I heard it. But it's such a good song. Anyways, that just hits that part where literally like every memory has your name. That is how I feel walking down in New York also gives me Cornelia Street vibes like definitely relate to that song a lot a lot a lot 
Maroon. Definitely relate to that. You know, there's just a lot of songs that I've been relating to lately. Not even lately. I would say this past year. And I can think about everything like without crying now. But I think just like right now being in New York really hits. When I'm in Miami, I'm like totally fine. And I, of course, have moments where I'm like, "Hmm, I wonder what he's doing. But it hasn't hit me as hard as it has here just because of where I am. And I think memories are so weird like that. How you can be in one place and it's just like the floodgates open and it's just really, really hard. So if any of you guys have a place like that, I would love for you to DM me. After my breakup podcast, I got so many DMs and so many of you guys related to it. And it's by far my most listened to episode. So I hope this one can also spark that same conversation. And I hope that you realize that you're not alone. And uh, especially even if it's been a year after you've broken up with someone. Let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production, especially when you are battling frizz. And take it from me, I live in Miami, Florida. It is about to be summer. I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Heirs tour for like the third time. You know, the important stuff. But who actually has time for frizz? Introducing Way's new anti-frizz cream. It is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? It is the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus the Sydney inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon violet and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief. And my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz-free with Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz. It also provides heat protection up to 450 degrees, reduces and repairs split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration, and according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Way's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. So you can frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code RealReal. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today, as it should, with Earnin. Earnin is an app that is changing the game when it comes to getting paid. Imagine having access to the money you've earned as you work, not just waiting for payday. With Earnin, you can access up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So think about it. The next time you're planning a special night out, you need a last minute gift for a loved one, or you face an unexpected expense, like maybe a trip to the vet. Earnin has you covered. For me, it's about having the flexibility to handle those surprise expenses that life throws my way. So whether it's unexpected bills or needing to cover rent when things are tight, Earnin gives me peace of mind knowing that I have access to my hard-earned cash when I need it most. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. 
Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Real Real under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show, so please don't forget that step. Real Real under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. That's also the thing is that it's just like the healing journey is not linear. I have gone through moments four months after the breakup where I was like, I'm fine. I'm finally moved on, whatever. And then six months later, it's like, wait, why am I thinking about it? Why am I sad about this? And so I just hope that you know that over time it will get better. I know that I'm so much better. I mean, the fact that I'm sitting here and I'm just like, genuinely happy with my life and I'm having fun and I'm doing things that I love and I'm in New York City and I'm not like crying right now, you know? I mean, a year ago today, I was a wreck, a wreck, a wreck, a wreck. I have a YouTube video as well. Not the exact week because I couldn't even speak that week. Like I was crying all week long, like hyperventilating, crying all week long. But I do have a video of the week. I think it was like two weeks after the breakup. And I'm still crying every day. But if you guys want to see that, it's on my YouTube channel. It's I think I I don't remember what it's called, but I think it's like healing through a breakup or something like that. But that one also has a lot of views on my channel and to this day still gets a lot of comments. So, yeah, it's not linear, but over time, overall, it is, you know, like if you look year by year, I think it is linear. But the day to day is not and that is okay. And I mean, I still have friends that literally they've been single for like two, three years. And like, not that they're sad or that they miss their ex, but like, they still think about them. They still talk about them. And like, not in an unhealthy way. It's just like, how I think this is the craziest part about life is like, and I think I probably said this in my previous episode, but the fact that someone could be your best friend could be the person you tell absolutely everything to. It's the person that knows you better than anyone you've ever met in your life. They know you better than your family. At least for me, I felt that way. They see every moment of you. And the fact that for years, like for me, I was in this relationship for four years from 22 to 26. Like that's very formative years. That whole life stage they knew me better than anyone and they were the person I went to and I knew them better than anyone. And I was the person they went to and, and then to just become strangers. Like, I don't know everything he's been up to this year. I know some things, but I don't know everything. I don't know how he's liking his new job. I don't know the friends that he's made. I don't know his plans. I don't know his like annoyances and struggles that he's going through. Like, I just don't know that. And I'm not that person anymore. And that is just so wild that that is how just like life works. I think it can be the same even with friendship breakups, but this is another level because usually in relationships, they know you better physically. They know you better emotionally. They know you better in every sense of the way that you can know someone. And so To have someone that has literally seen every part of you to then become a stranger is the most depressing thing in the world. And I always think that. And then, you know, I think back to my previous relationships and the ones in like high school and college, which I had two prior. I look back and I'm like, those are so insignificant. But I know that in the moment when I was going through those breakups, they hurt not as deeply, not as badly, but they still, you know, they hurt in the moment. And you know, those people were once my best friends at the time. And now I 
literally don't care like at all about them not in a negative way but like so much time has passed like it's been like 10 years you know but I think it's just so sad to think that and like think kind of like another song lyric guys but like right where you left me by Taylor Swift like I'm sure you have a wife and kids out there but I'm unaware because I'm right where you left me you know life moves on and we're both gonna live our lives and we will just be unaware of the other. And I've read this poem, you know, those like TikToks that have like the really sad music and it's like a bunch of quotes, like Tumblr quotes. Those literally make me cry every single time. In a parallel universe or in a different life, we sit across from each other at the kitchen table and go over the grocery list. Oh, you guys, doesn't that just make you want to cry? Anyways, one year post, I hope it's kind of giving you a headspace on like me reflecting back on, I guess like, if I still think about him, all of this stuff, like, yes, of course I do, but I'm so, so, so much better. And so now I want to kind of like reflect on the past year and talk about what I've learned and just like how the year has been. Because if you are in the thick of it right now, I need you to understand that it does get better, but I know it is hard. Breakups are the hardest thing in the world, but it does get better. And also, I think one thing to note, I have not gone no contact because it was so amicable it's really hard for me to go no contact. It's been really hard for the both of us to go no contact. We've definitely seen each other. We've probably seen slash spoken to each other every like three to four months, which some of you are probably like, that's insane. You shouldn't do that. Uh, Yeah, I know. Trust me. Gotten that advice from everyone in my life. And I know he has as well, but it's just really hard to do. So yeah, we don't talk often. But we will go three, four months without talking and then like we'll have like three days where we're catching up and then we're like, okay, talk to you later and we'll, you know, go on. So it's kind of like we'll take five steps forward, three steps back. Like we're not at square one, but it definitely, I think, sets both of us back a little bit. So I'm just being honest with you guys. But anyways, I have not spoken to him since May and I haven't seen him since April. I think the biggest thing that came out of this year and the thing that I am the most grateful for and the thing that I'm like, I mean, obviously, like the breakup is hard, but the thing I'm just like the absolute most grateful for from all of this are my friends. I've gotten so many messages asking me how I made friends as an adult. And people have literally been telling me when they see me in person or when they see me even like in DMs, they're like, I'm so glad that you've made friends or you seem so much happier with your friends. And I was always someone that I always had friends. Like I was never like someone that didn't have friends, but I always had individual friends and I felt like all of them had better friends than me. Like everyone had a best friend and I wasn't their best friend. Like everyone had someone else. And I was okay with that because I was in a relationship. And to be honest, it was my fault because I would prioritize my relationship over my friends. I never, ever, and I'm very proud to say this, abandoned, lost my friends. Like I've had so many friends when I was in a relationship say like, I'm so glad that you're not like that because they have friends that literally forget about them the second that they get into a relationship. I never was like that. Like I always made sure that my friends held a priority, but my priority was my relationship, which I think is normal. And so there was only a certain level of closeness that I got with my friends because my best friend was my boyfriend and there was no one that was going to replace him. Like he was my best friend. And so if I ever needed anything, if I needed to vent, if I needed, you know, to allow myself to be vulnerable, I would go to him and I wouldn't go to my friends about that. I would go to him and he would fill that need. 
Well, when you're not in a relationship, you don't have that person to share things with. So you kind of need to rely on your friends. And I am just so grateful that because of the breakup, literally the day that we broke up, I texted my friends in Miami that I was not that close with at the time. We were friendly. We saw each other probably once a month, maybe once every six weeks, I would say. It was one of those friends where it's like, we got to get together. And then like, you kind of only do it for like special occasions. So we didn't see each other that often, but we were friends and we were close enough where I could text them. So I texted them. I put us all in a group message together, used a group message that hadn't been used in weeks. And I texted them and I said, we just broke up. I need a girl's night. What are you guys doing this week? And immediately they dropped everything and were there for me. And I'm just so grateful for them. And like, I don't think that they understand like how grateful I am for them. I love my friends so much. And I am just like, I can't believe I found essentially like they're like my other sisters. Like I have two sisters, but like they are like my sisters at this point. And I love them so much. And like, we've developed such a close friendship. These girls are the girls that I am going to have, you know, my kids grow up with and that's going to be their aunt, you know, their aunt and then whoever they marry is going to be their uncle and they're not even going to realize that they're not blood related to them because that's how close we are. And because of the breakup, it allowed me to get so close to them and for us to get so close. I remember I did the girls night that week and then that weekend I spent the entire weekend at my friend's house. Like the entire weekend I spent at their place and they were just there for me in a way that I really needed. And I know that was God putting them into my life. Like I look back at so many moments in my life and I'm like, wow, thank you, God. I know that this happened for a reason and I see it now. Like I see the reason. I see part of the picture and I'm just so grateful because I cannot imagine my life without these girls. And if you're going through a breakup and you have people that you are not that close with, but you are like, should I reach out to them? Should I not do it? I'm not saying that you're guaranteed to find your best friends, but you need friends when you're going through this. And I'm telling you, I was not that close to these girls when I broke up with my boyfriend, but we've became close very quickly. And now I literally can't imagine my life without them. They're my favorite people in the world. And I'm just like so grateful for that. And I've made so many other friends this past year. I've deepened so many relationships with my family. I feel like I'm closer to my siblings now. I'm closer to my parents. I'm closer to the friends in my life. Like I've said, I've just deepened my relationships so much. And because of that, I've also really, really learned about myself. I live alone and, you know, I enjoy it. I love my alone time. Now, for me, when I think about like living with my husband in the future, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to share my space with a man. Like what? And so I just like really, really have enjoyed that. I love being by myself. You know, I just have learned so much about myself. I've worked a lot on my business. I have focused on my business a lot and I've been able to just do anything that I want without having to explain myself to anyone. I've gone on dates, not that many. I'll talk about my dating life in a second. I've kissed other boys. Like I've definitely had, you know, a single experience as well, which not to say it's great, but I've done it and I'm proud of myself for doing it because it's made me just a better person. And I'm also 
so much more confident in myself. And I just know that this happened for a reason. And I'm really excited for what the future holds and also really nervous at the same time. Because I think also when you're off of a breakup, especially I think any breakup, but especially one where you still care about the person a lot. Sometimes I wonder, am I ever going to find anyone that I've liked as much as I liked him? Am I ever going to find anyone that I'm able to open myself up to as much as I opened myself up with him? It feels impossible. To this day, it feels impossible. I meet people and I'm like, nope, not my person. I know within the first five minutes. And like, sometimes it does scare me that it's like, whoa, did I let something go that, you know, I shouldn't have? Or I'm never going to find like a best friend like I found. And I just know that those thoughts are not real. And it's honestly, they're not coming from God because I know that he has a bigger plan for my life and he has a bigger purpose for my life and things will work out. And I will find someone, even if it takes years, like I'm not in any rush. I'm not in any rush for a relationship. I honestly have just like a feeling that I'm going to be single for a while. And I just know that this season of waiting, I just need to like be patient and I need to trust in God. And for me, I know that I don't want a relationship. I definitely like look around and I'm like, ooh, that guy's hot. That guy's hot. I want to talk to him. Like, yes, that exists. Yes, of course I do that. And I'm like, ooh, okay. Hope he texts me. Hope he DMs me. Hope he responds to my story. Whatever. Definitely have done that. But I just really enjoy being single and I'm not looking for just anyone and I'm not going to settle. And whether that takes 10 years or what, I'm just, I'm not going to settle. And that's scary because I'm 27. So 10 years would be 37. And that would just be scary. I really hope it doesn't take 10 years. But the point that I'm trying to say is that I am content and I'm happy, even though healing isn't linear and it is hard. And when it comes to dating, I'm not in any rush to date. For some reason, I don't think I'm going to find my person on a dating app, but who knows? I just, I don't think so. I've gone on a few dates. Maybe I should do a whole episode at one point just recapping my dates, or I might have like one of my friends join me on the podcast and we'll talk about that. But I have gone on a few dates. I've had little like, I don't even, I wouldn't even call them things. I might've had like a situationship. I've had like one-ish, not even. I don't even think I would count it. So I'm not really trying that hard and I'm very okay with that. Like I'm not like sad that I'm not in a relationship or anything. But yeah, it's been really freaking hard, but it's also been great at the same time. So I would love to know if any of you have gone through a breakup how long it's been, how you feel. Do you feel moved on? And I hope that this episode just made you feel like you were talking to a friend that understands. Because I do understand if you're going through it. And I just want you to know that you're not alone. And it's okay to have a good cry even a year later. I think I'm going to turn off this mic and probably journal and cry. I wanted to journal for a while, especially the one year mark. But for some reason, I just felt like paralyzed, like I couldn't do it. Like it's just sometimes releasing my feelings on paper just scares me a lot, but I think I'm ready. I think this podcast opened me up. So thank you guys for giving me the space to do so, but I love you guys and I will see you guys next week with another episode. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Real Real. I hope that you enjoyed and don't forget to rate, review, follow, or subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can follow me personally on Instagram at Natalie Barbu and the podcast at The Real Real Podcast. I'll see you next Monday. Hey, my name is Lovan Roomf, and I've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a podcast host by night. At the Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty, to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here, and vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's L-O, no W, everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then.